to the Teapot Podcast channel, the channel where I discuss uh, the FPL points um, of the game week. And you already know that on my channel, there is always something for you to learn that's going to help you make very good decisions going to the next game week. So, yes, um, game week, uh, game week six is here and. Well, it wasn't a very good week for many, was it? Because the average points just sits around 38 points. So, yeah, I'm going to be bold that it wasn't really the best week, but um, those kind of weeks are very common in fantasy. And as always, there is lessons to be learned. So, yes, uh, what are the talking points for this week? So, before I dive into that, uh, I will just uh, want to go about the results of the game weeks. Um, of the game week, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, the Crystal Palace Brighton game is yet to be played. It's coming up tomorrow, Monday, 27th of September. But we have nine games yet. So, and I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, teams have actually have other players played. So, except if you have like Brighton defenders, yeah, like Wilfred Saha, bring the Crystal Palace players. So, yes, let's get right into it. So, um, um, the first game of the game week was between Chelsea and Manchester City and as most people predicted it was a low scoring game with Man City edging that um, game in one go to new. Um, followed by Manchester United Aston Villa in which there was a shock defeat um, of Manchester United to Aston Villa. Manchester United lost that game and in which Fernandez actually missed a stoppage time penalty to bring Man United level. Then um, the next game was Everton and Norwich, in which Everton ran out to two new winners, and uh, Leeds and Western uh, Western ran out to two one winners over Leeds. Leicester and Burnley played out two two draw. Same thing with Watford and Newcastle, um, playing a one one draw, and so did Liverpool and Brentford in a very exciting game, playing a three three draw. Then on Sunday there were two games, Wolves. Um, one against Southampton, one new, and Arsenal won three one against Tottenham Hotspur in the North London Derby. So yes, uh, in all those games, um, they were just four clean sheets, right? So um, it wasn't probably not the best week for defenders, and also um, there were twenty four goals in total, um, but only uh, about four games had more than three goals um, in the match, and three or more goals in the match. So. Yeah, it wasn't um, really that kind of week where you would get, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, points, except if you have, like, a very differential team, alright, but this kind of weeks happen, like I said before, and, yeah, so I'll just go uh, go over to the most captained um, players, so we know when there is a very low uh, scoring week like this, it's usually due to a lot of popular captains blanking, and yes, it was the case for... Um, three out of the five most popular captains. So, um, Ronaldo um, was captained by 2.5 million managers going into the game week, but he only finished with two points. So it was it was a very very disappointing blind for Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, was actually the most captain player. Then followed by Mohamed Salah, who was captained by 2.3 million, but I uh, returned um, seven points. Then followed by Fernandez, who was captained by 700,000 managers, but it was a pity that he had a stoppage time penalty and he failed to convert, ending the week with exactly zero points. So if he captained Fernandez, oh my god, it was a really, really shitty week. Like, not getting any returns from your captain is disastrous. Then followed by Mikel Antonio, who on his return um, to Premier League action, 
got a goal um, just at the death, you know, to end Wisdom that win, and he finished the game with eight points. Um, Antonio actually was the, um, you know, highest scoring captain for the top five, so that's something to look out for. And Lukaku as well. Um, Lukaku finished the game with with two points, and it was captained by almost three hundred fifty thousand managers. So. Yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a very uh, good week, like I said, but um, we can always take lessons. So yes, and also there were some really really good standout players in the week as well. So yeah, so the likes of Cancelo who um, finished the game week with a whopping twelve points, and that's actually his fifth straight, his sixth straight clean sheets. And that's really massive. He's just six point one million. I mean, he's really, really expensive defender. But for those amount of returns, he's now up to forty-four points in the league. So I think Cancelo is one you should be looking at bringing into your team because we all know Cancelo's potential. And I think what really puts us up for Manchester players coming into the season was the fact that there was um, a very high risk of rotation. But Cancelo has actually played all the games for Manchester City, so. I think there are some really, really good signs there that you actually need to have him in your team. I think it's proving to be really, really essential, um, Joe Cancelo. So that's one to look at. Then also Antonio as well. So yeah, you know, um, a lot of people are actually skeptical about Captain and Antonio. That okay, what is gonna, what is he gonna offer us coming back? You know, after getting that red card, and a lot of people are actually still very pissed and disappointed for getting that minus one point. But I'm coming back. You know, against a very, very, um, you know, very, very leaky de- Leeds defense, we actually expected um, Antonio to at least get an attacking return out of that game. And yes, although um, at the end of it, the level were actually disappointed in thinking now oh, it's going to be a blank, but was able to get a goal and three bonus points, making it finish the week with um, with eight points. Right? So yes, with eight points. So that's. Uh, yeah, and, and even I'm um, getting the yellow card as well for Antonio. So yeah, it was it was sort of like a roller coaster, but at least it was able to get some returns. Um, com- you know, compared to the other captains. Then um, one other player to look at as well is Jenny Vardy. So, like you know, I said it in the previous game weeks. Like the way Vardy is priced. Um, kind of makes him really weird to own because you don't know if he should add just a bit more money to get Lukaku or Ronaldo or just save on the money and go for the likes of Antonio or Bamford right so yeah I think that was a kind of conundrum because that is just kind of like that mid-priced range and you know you might just want to go for a premium or just go for uh, you know a lesser priced player and just spend the money as well but I think Vardy is really, really making a strong case with the way he's playing right now because he got two lovely goals against Burnley. So yeah, I mean he did get an own goal in that game too, and it was, <laughs> I mean it was kind of like a ruler because because Liverpool captain Vardy was sort of a differential captain, and Liverpool captain they were thinking, oh, this is gonna be going to be like a bad day, but was able to redeem himself, and Vardy is now actually joint top scorer in the league he has five goals and he's still in less than 15 percent of teams so um i think he's really making a strong case and with that fixture with that fixture list they have crystal palace manchester united Brenton, arsenal leads up next and we all know jamie vardy right like jamie vardy can score goals against anything so i think he's really making a strong case so he's one to put on your watch list 
I think over the course of the season, yes, I think um, Jimmy Vardy has actually made, you know, a very, very strong case of why he should be in your team. Yes. So, um, the next person I'd like to talk about is Salah, like Mohamed Salah. I mean, he just can't stop getting the points, can he? Like, he's the top scorer in the game right now with 57 points. And I don't know, guys, like, I think he can just have a strategy where the captain bans on Mohamed Salah, like, every week because. You know, he gets the points, and even when you watch him play, it looks like he could easily and just easily just get you don't know those sort of double digits holes. Like it's come so easily for him. So if you if you really really um have Salah or you don't have him yet, I think I don't know. Like with the way the the, the season is going, I really see Mama Salah contesting for the Golden Boots. I see him. Even getting assists as well because I think he's added that part of his game now where he's trying to like play key passes and you know just trying to create chances. So I think Mam Salah is someone you should really uh, be looking to have in your team as this season has suggested so far. Alright, so yes, I'm gonna take a break now and when I come back, uh, I'm gonna talk about some other tips that we learned from game week six. for staying tuned to my podcast channel so yes right now i'm going to just talk about some teams that you know are trying to show some promise so if you're looking for different shows maybe you're trying to um stay ahead of the curve in your mini league you're trying to make up room trying to like catch up with some points so i think these teams are ones to look at first of all i'd like to talk about brentford so they really really made a statement playing against liverpool in the weekend and the way they set up against liverpool and the way they played i think they can actually take the game to anything in the league and if you actually are looking for differentials for your team i think that brentford teams want to look at with players like even tony i mean you know Carlos and Pinnock, I think they've really played very well. So I think, yeah, that's the first thing I'd like to talk about, the Brentford team. Then, going forward now, I'd like to talk about Wolves as well. So, yeah, Raul Jimenez actually got his first goal of the season. So, yes, I mean, if you own him, like, kudos to him for having that patience. But I think right now, um, he actually has broken the jinx, and that could mean probably more goals on the cards for him because we have Newcastle up next and Newcastle have actually been considering goals so yes so I think if you're looking for a differential I think that Wolves team is somewhere where you might want to get a few and they actually did keep a clean sheet as well right so yeah I think that Wolves team is one you actually want to look at you know um, for differentials, you can go for the right likes of, you know, Roman Saiz, it's just 5 million. And if you really like the prospects of him, you can go for him as well. Or maybe, yeah, so um, another thing I'd like to talk about is Chelsea. So, yes, um, I mean, a lot of us like run away from Chelsea assets, <laughs> you know, especially for the two games that they just played because they had to play um, Tottenham and they now have to play Manchester City. So, uh, I think for now, the tough games are over for Chelsea and it's time for the easier games. Like, 
their dif- their, di- their fixture difficulty ranking is just like so green right now so yes i think if you're having uh you know doubts about owning lukaku or you're having doubts about owning chelsea defenders i think uh now it's time to make the move because i think the way chelsea are set up i think there are some really really good points for managers who can ban controversy assets at least for the next five games because there's so many games there so yes so i think um that's one thing um game week six taught us that i think the worst is over for chelsea now and they can just kind of like take a breather and start getting the points and the goals in all right so lastly i want to talk about arsenal yeah i know like a lot of managers have this sort of rule that you can't have you know an arsenal player in your team but i think for for three games in a row now they've actually won and you know they're playing really convincingly arsenal so if you're in a differential hunt why not like take a look at this guys why not take a look at the likes of smith Rowe, who's just like 5.3 like it's so cheap and it's still really lowly owned as well and arsenal our fixtures actually look really good i mean their next five games like the highest um fixture difficulty ranking is three so yes i think you can still expect some kind of returns from these players and yes um i i think on the flip side um teams that are showing like worrying signs are uh manchester united because i mean when Cristiano ronaldo came into the team we're thinking oh it's gonna be points all over you know goals for ronaldo assists for fernandez and you know even greenwood and even pogba but i don't know what's wrong with that team i think for now they've not been able to like live up to the hype so if you own manchester united assets i think you should actually be thinking of alternatives right now because the way they set up it's not entirely it's not entirely convincing fpl wise because they're just not getting the goals their defenders don't look like they can keep clean sheets they don't look like they can score three four goals in a game and when they have those so many attacking assets like you really wanted to score many goals so even if you're picking a differential um like greenwood or Pogba, you can still get something but the way they're set up it's just not looking like that for me so um if you have if you hold ronaldo yeah, ronaldo is ronaldo and you will want to keep him because he can easily get two or three goals in any game right but um if you only need likes of Pogba or maybe greenwood i think uh those are worrying signs because I think in four games in all competitions, United have only won three, and they've not actually scored many goals after all. So, at least even if your team is losing, you still want them to score, right? But it's not looking like that for Manchester United. I think the team morale is actually down right now. So, yes, um, that is a worrying sign that I wanted to talk about. Then, um, also for Spurs. So, I don't know. It's it's been pretty really disappointing for people who won Arukane this season. Um, it's just not gotten into the mix yet. I mean, Son, Son still kind of like just scrapes the drum and still gets those kind of points out. He has three goals in the league, and he's up to like 32 points. But Hurricane is a different story entirely. So I think if you have Hurricane or even Spurs defense, I think you should be thinking of alternatives right now because you know they're just your assets who have a very nice fixture run, and you might probably just want to switch. And probably even Hurricane as well. You might want to get Lukaku in because I mean Kane just doesn't just doesn't look like he's at the moment. 
right so yeah those are the two things i like to talk about now so crystal palace brighton is still coming up on monday so if i'll be able to like make a review about that game i'm not sure so maybe i'll see you just uh next week so thank you for listening to my podcast john it's always a pleasure to have you on here and my name is alabit so i'll see you in the next episode